Is this thing on? Brock, let me in my feelings, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it is a big g'day, g'day, g'day from the USA. That is right. We are back again for another week here on Uncensored Radio Live. You see our live for short, as Jeffrey Lightsick said. My name is Steve. With me in the Jeffrey Emmett Studios live in New York, we have the luscious Luke. Hello, everybody. How are we all? The ever-beautiful Brooke. Hello. And one and only Mr. Uncensored himself, Mr. Jeffrey Emmett. Is Luke wearing the same <laughs> shirt as last week? No. I am. <laughs> and, of course, I'll, I'll get to her. We have the beautiful Miss Chris Trader with us via uh, via New, New Jersey, Long Island, Long Island. Sorry. Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. <laughs> and ten minutes down the road, we have the ever vivacious Miss Vera. How is, how are you two ladies going? Your feelings? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> I have too many feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling you'd say that, and of course. We cannot forget we are under the ever-watchful eye of, <laughs> of the one and only Miss Katrina A. Johnson from Nickelodeon's All That. <laughs> she won't say a lot, but she will serve a look. That's right. <laughs> Can we explain the dress last week? No. Yeah. No. no okay. So, Jeff, do you want to explain the dress to people at home? So, another lifetime ago... <laughs> Um, you know, I we started this show with Katrina Johnson and uh, Karen Ashley from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and they were in the wedding, my wedding, the wedding, the wedding, the, the wedding, wedding. <laughs> you know, you all the drama. And uh, you know, Karen Ashley from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers got called the cunt on air. It was uh, in June. You can go back and that listen. That was a beautiful it. moment. It really was <laughs> by my uh, ex sister in law. And that is Katrina A. Johnson's Yay! bridesmaid dress that I hated and didn't want, but needless to say, it got picked. And... Did Katrina get upskirted at any time? With... Yes. Yeah. Okay. So those <laughs> pictures are out there. Somewhere. That's nice. That is nice. Now we will we will talk about it because it's happened. The, the nearly impossible has happened. We actually oh, Katie picture. didn't do the show. No. <laughs> I said the nearly impossible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we all actually got together in the flesh. Hello. Look, live from Vera's Lounge Room, we have the majority of our cast there. Yeah. The lovely Mr. Coda drove in, and of course, Miss Christina drove in as well. We flew in. Kelly from the Monday show was there. We've caught up with Dana. We've caught up with who else have we caught up with? We've seen a lot of people from Uncensored Radio in the Brian last couple of days. Brian was busy. there. Yes, true. We've been we've been busy, busy, busy little beavers. So, Christina, we're going to go to you. How does it how does it feel to meet all these people in person? Well, well I'm still alive, so I mean, you guys aren't killing. <laughs> That's a good thing, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't leave with any diseases, so that was an, uh, another plus. Um, and yeah, no, I love you guys. I really, I want to come back out. I feel like you know, I didn't, I didn't have enough time. That's for sure. I was only there for yeah. one night, and 
it definitely wasn't enough. I, I love you guys. This, this was awesome. It was an awesome experience. Like, furthest I drew, I drove by myself ever in life. So that was cool. And yeah, really? Jeffrey, thank you so much for hosting everybody. And Vera too, the party. Thank you so much. Everything was great. I just I had such a good time. I bought bagels. Let's oh, not. Oh, bagels. Bagels, I know. We're obsessed with the freaking bagels. And I have to say, <laughs> self as I. Those were the So, masks. can I explain the bagels? Real oh, like 30 Christina, seconds. I legit couldn't get a bagel in Salem because these bitches fought me for it and they were wasting oh, them. Look, I was, I, 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 no, no, fuck him. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> him. I actually found two leftovers in the in the pantry. So I had oh. one today. I was like, yeah. I need no, you didn't tell me. I from, from Salem. It was it was good. But Vera, you you um hosted us, so that's a lot of energy in one room. How did that go yeah. for your house? Was it recovered? <laughs> yeah, Vera, tell us. Uh, How did you feel about party I love to throw a party. I love having people in my house. I enjoy you know, prepping the house and welcoming people here. I mean, I about the hospitality. Not everybody loves it as much as everybody else, but I do. I feel like, especially after COVID, we've um, we've kind of forgotten what it's like to have people in our house. It's like, oh, okay, there's folks, <laughs> there's folks around, and we got to be yeah, under the no, ever watchful is- eye of Judy ourselves. That was a bit exciting. <laughs> yeah. This is the first party I've thrown since COVID, yeah. I used to throw parties all the time. I was a mad party queen back in my heyday. <laughs> I've heard. We have yeah. heard. I've heard stories, Vera. My favorite part was when he tried to steal my husband. <laughs> I still am not over that. That uh, So, you know, don't close your eyes, Brooke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny when we got back to the house. Vera, is it true you used to throw a mean bra and panties party as well? <laughs> I don't know what a bra and panties party is. A circle jerk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's keys in the bowl, bowl know. goes in the pool. <laughs> that kind of party. <laughs> I'm like, oh my lord. She was a theater chick, so you know the theater chicks are crazy. Yeah, we <laughs> well, I kept telling you guys. Now, we also took a bit of a road trip as well. But Vera is an absolute champion and drove oh, really? myself. <laughs> I thought you were going to say absolute mania. Katie, Brooke's husband, Chris, and um, Buffy, Bumps. Luke's daughter, all the way to Salem, Massachusetts. Oh. We, have, we had a, very, a big adventure. Yeah. Bucket list. Okay, car. tell the truth. <laughs> There was a whole bunch of drama with the bitch that's not on the show. Let's talk about oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we will know. not do yeah. that while someone. Christina, and she wasn't happy, girl. All right, but the most important thing is we unwittingly stayed in. A haunted Airbnb. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> what did you think? Like, how was your experience? Since you're like you're so into that stuff, like, how was it? Like, did it live up to everything you wanted to live up to? Like, still cleaning up the streets. I, I, it was, it was actually a bucket list dream come true for me. I oh. was 
just I loved every single minute of it. I did not squirt all over Salem as Luke just suggested. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was like, well, my power depends. It's fine. Good um, idea. But no, I absolutely loved it. I spent a fortune. I had the time of my life and so oh. grateful to Vera for driving and, you know, not killing us because <laughs> they're <lots of> <laughs> Um But... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I loved every single second of it, and I'm already planning a return trip. So oh, awesome. just not in the haunted B and B. No, <laughs> the haunted B and B just did not go down. I think I maybe it's over that so weekend good. got about less than six hours sleep altogether <laughs> because <laughs> something was knocking was around upstairs. Yeah, something knocked on mine was, and Chris. Walk, while we were all we all went up to up upstairs to bed. There was walking around. There was knocking on doors. There was like little whispers. Do you think the like hotel that. staff box with you though? Like, like there was nobody there but us. We oh really? Oh sure. Yeah. So Yippee. never, never, never a dull moment. Hey, Kaz. <laughs> we miss you, Kaz. So we've had an eventful week since you last saw us. Um, the news of the week has been pretty eventful too. So are we feeling ready to jump in, ladies and gentlemen? I'm feeling. Let's get moist with <laughs> this Hot load of hot topics. Never. Okay, there is no running. There is no hiding because we are going to talk about the man himself, he who is soon to be quite fucked, the 45th <laughs> president of the United States, Mr. Donald Trump. Uh, private has, citizen. Yeah, pri- private citizen Donald Trump now. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, for those of us that aren't following this, he has been um, brought to deposition uh, and basically knowingly defrauded, uh, defrauded the country Produce fraudulent documents, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We have to go to Miss Vera first because I'm sure she has feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying this for four fucking years. He's a crook. He's drifting. This isn't right. You're not supposed to do this. Governments have rules. He's breaking them all. Well, look. He is well and truly screwed, I think, if he's going to stick to doing, you know, and being a private citizen now, who's going to protect the Donald? Well, I I don't think he's going to go to prison. I really don't. And I don't know that I even want him to go to prison. I just don't want him to be so in control of the Republican Party. As you all know, this was my party. I was a Republican up until Donald Trump. I feel that the things that he's done to that party and to our government are unforgivable. And I want him gone from the party completely. Well, you never know. You might get your luck. (laughs) You never, you never, never know. Um, Yeah, so he's in big trouble. Someone who else is... Joining us, we've had we have a knock on our door. Hey, Hi, Mr. Dakota. Oh, Dakota. 
I fell asleep. I'm horrible. I'm sorry. Don't zoom in on me. Maybe it was the ghost that was knocking on your and Chris's door. It probably was me. We have just been talking about the get together. So tell us about your road trip. Well, I didn't get murdered, though I thought I would be. Um, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Uh, no, it was different driving six hours alone, especially, you know, I have really bad anxiety. So that was fun, but it was so worth it. You guys are all so amazing and welcoming, and I had a good time. I accused some people of murder, but it didn't happen. So <laughs> it was Luke, wasn't it? <laughs> No. It was actually Chris Vera. <laughs> Chris. And Andy. Chris and Andy. Oh, and trying Andy, to stab yeah. her. The two least likely people to stab anyone. I'm crazy. And Dakota went for it. It was great. <laughs> just me. I still think it was Luke wearing no. Let's just say the paranoia would might have been chemically induced, but who knows? <laughs> Perhaps. Who <laughs> say? Luke did it. No comment. <laughs> it was the brownie. It was the brownie. It was the brownie. Done. But back to the Donald. Back to the Donald. There is. I. How is he going to get out of this? Because it surely has to rule him out for running for another. I don't know that the remainder of people in the Republican Party have ruled him out for anything. I think that his supporters would support him tomorrow, even if he killed the baby on the main street in New York City. Not that there's a main street in New York City. I've been to New York, I know. <laughs> no, this is just a deposition. That, well, he's not convicted yet, so until he's got a conviction, he can quote, run again. Uh, I, think they, I think the prosecutors could cut a deal that you, you were never going to run. You're going to step down from power. You can stay a free man. I think that they would cut that deal. I do think what so. Hope? Like, what, like, what can he get away with then? If he gets away with this, then... Like, well, there are no many people... Many people with memories longer than mine who firmly believe that this goes back to Nixon and that letting Nixon get away with Watergate and not getting prosecuted and then letting Bush get away with the Iran-Contra and not getting prosecuted has allowed this escalation of wrongdoings. You know, um, I don't know. I can't say definitively that it is the case, that those are the reasons that this keeps getting worse and worse. But there are certainly people out there arguing for prison. I don't think he needs to go to prison. I think this can be solved without Donald Trump going to prison. But that's just I would my just take. be happy if he if it you know took him out of the running. There's enough yes. damage that's been done already mm -hmm. without you know a second attempt at you know bringing the right. world to its knees. I mean, he's already done it with getting in bed with Russia. But we'll see. Well. we'll see. It's always tomorrow. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless you're the Prime Minister of Britain, then, you know. Can you believe that? <laughs> I have been so into having you guys here that I haven't been paying attention to that. News just gobsmacked me today. It's like, are you kidding? She's only yeah, been in no. power for three freaking weeks. 
Liz trust, Liz trust is gone. <laughs> she killed the queen, and now she's out. <laughs> <laughs> but she did look lovely, lovely at the funeral. <laughs> Much yeah, prettier she, than Boris Johnson. <laughs> they are not. They are not happy chappies over in the UK at the moment. You cannot really blame them with people having to choose between heat and food and, you know, paying their bills in the middle of winter, I can imagine that that is not a great situation to be in. Mm. But, yeah, Liz Tr- we'll see who who's going to be. I feel like we're back in Australia. Who's the Prime Minister today? <laughs> <laughs> so we went to it a couple of years ago. So you're welcome, UK. <laughs> who is the Prime Minister when you really actually have to sit there and go, wait, who is the prime well, minister? Well, that's one of the questions they ask you on a mini mental in a hospital to see if you've got dementia or not. <laughs> is, oh, no. Who is the prime minister? Or, or probably here, who is the president? It's and not Katie McCarthy. They actually had to skip that question for people because the prime minister in Australia changed so regularly over these couple of years. They were like, it's fair enough because even saying, like, people who aren't seen all don't really know. Well, in the American mini mental, Minister of Australia is Albanese. In the American mini mental, it is definitely who is the president of the United States. And when I was doing home care, it was Obama, and I can't tell you how many old people said, "Oh, you know the black guy." Oh no! Knew who the president was. I bet you they had feelings. Yeah, I mean, I I gave it to him. I figured, yeah, you know who is currently president, so Dude I can't even if you can't remember his name. What did you do with the horror? Oh, I got it. Okay, well, we're gonna go from one crazy social media person to another who is well and truly flipped <laughs> the fuck <laughs> out. Ladies and gentlemen, Kanye West has well and truly flipped the script on any kind of crazy. I mean, it it changes by the minute. It changes by the second. You can't anticipate what's happening. In one of his latest rants, he has now said that he is going to buy the social media app Parler so that his voice can be heard free and clear, no repercussions, that nothing can happen to him, that, you know, the wow. state of America, rah, 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 rah. How would Stan put it straight? How come Britney Spears can be put on a 15-year, you know, restriction? Conservatorship, yes. Conservatorship. And Kanye is allowed to basically call for um, a second holocaust. Yeah, and... Right. He's a family. He's a, you know, uh, anybody watching over him. His manager yeah. is a piece of shit, obviously. You know, nobody's taking care of what he's doing. It's, it's he, he hasn't been right since his mom passed. But... I just, I, 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 yeah. Well, the other day when he had his rant about Jews and stuff, I was like, I don't know who this guy is even trying to appeal to. Like, it's just, you can actually tell he's not well. It's yeah. Just yes. Oh, absolutely. Like, if you heard, you know, Mel Gibson had a good go at it as well. Like, it's just, <laughs> maybe he's just sick of being the butt of the joke. But he's, 
<laughs> he definitely needs a cuddle coat and some time in no, a padded cell. I don't cell. think he understands. <laughs> yeah. uh, what is funny about it? Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's even funny. I think it's scary at this point for anyone that is around him. Yeah. I, I, as Kim Kardashian, like, we are not fans of Kim Kardashian on this show, but I can't imagine that you would want to let your children anywhere near that man. No, right. Or your extended family oh. or anything like that because he just flips. And if he can do what he does on social media, what is that energy like in person? Right. Yeah. It would be chaotic and just, oh, I could not. Destructive. Imagine. He, he needs to be hospitalised for everyone around him's protection. Yeah. So his own too. It's insane like, how many people still follow him though. Like, he's oh, still yeah. such a huge following. But that's oh, the thing. We live in a time now where, like, you know, people can find their own people no matter how fucked up they are. They'll find yeah. each other because everyone's just so interconnected now. That's why you've got things like 4chan where you got, like, psychos and racists and all of this getting together and they just fest up. Yeah. So, yeah, he will have a following. You but know, yeah. I hate it when my paranoid friends are right but one of my very dear friends has been saying for a while that the social norm is not going to stabilize until some supervillain takes out the internet and because you have all these shadow groups that keep feeding each other and causing these frenzies i i kind of think maybe he's right and it scares the hell out of me even more because <laughs> i thought it was just a paranoid pot induced rant but he might be onto something yeah no, there That's needs to be like, there needs to be blow darting and butterfly net. I think I... <laughs> is in the future. But I, he still can make music that sell, well, sells. Sells is a question of its own these days. That but people I mean, stream. You know, people does anybody still think any of the last couple, you know, releases were that good? It still tops the charts when he brings stuff out, though. I've never liked his music, so I can't even say. Even with this, though, it's like everybody loves to watch him fall, though. You know, like everybody loves this because, you know, we're eating it up. It's cool. We're talking about it for sure. (laughs) But nobody's like, cut him down. But nobody's like, okay, well, how can we help him? Like, because it's clear that he's in trouble. Like, but nobody gives a shit because uh, either it's just Kanye being Kanye. Yeah, look, like, oh, he's just talking crazy, or is it like you know he's truly mentally unstable? Like, yeah, like Katie McCarthy. Whether anybody right now, you know. step in and stop it is the big question, and how far it has to go him? before whether it has well, to end in some kind of violence or well, or a conservatorship <laughs> or a conservatorship. You know, yeah. proof positive that this country is misogynist. Oh. Britney Spears cut her hair and she's on a conservatorship. Yep. Kanye West threatened genocide and he's not. Yeah. You know? I mean, look at the way, it's not even the modern day thing. Look at the way they treated Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> they put the yep. arms up her ass. Like, yeah. Amanda Bynes. Yeah, it's it's a long, long-standing, long-standing problem in society that the women seem to be like, you know, let's shoot them down. But as soon yeah, as right. a man that has power, the, the thing that, that is a worry for me is that he has influence over people. He has this 
Sunday service church thing that people go to. He now has a school for children. So he's got like main character what, energy. Like what kind of power? That's really concerning. That you know, it's a not that far a step to indoctrination to doing all that kind of thing. I, I, I keep joking about Jim Jones, but that's the big energy that's serving me. I'm like, what, do you reckon Kanye could good. do a modern Manson family kind of thing? I don't think oh. it'll be that. I don't think it'll get to that, but I think he will self-destruct in very interesting ways that we will we will obviously keep following. Now, while we've been away, we have had a few um couple of movie nights, and we had a movie night the other night because we found out that there's gonna be a sequel to Twister. So <laughs> And why did we watch this again? Because we found <laughs> out there was going to be a sequel to Twister. We went, oh, we should watch Twister. <laughs> and we did enjoy it. We did we enjoy it. Did. Great. We did. I went to bed. Now the sequel is... <laughs> you missed it. The sequel is creatively titled Twisters. <laughs> okay. At the moment. There's more than one. And we'll, uh, we'll reportedly focus on... Helen Hunt's daughter. Now they're trying to get Helen Hunt Ooh. back. I think this is another one of those big reboot, recall moments yeah, where so, uh, hey, we've, we've got the original star coming back for a new generation spin off. But I love Twist. Watching it again, I'm like, I love this movie. What it was a good movie. movie. It was. Oh, she would have been, she could have drove in straight into the Twisters. <laughs> she could drove. have drove Dorothy. <laughs> Interview daughter's name, Dorothy. Who wouldn't drive into the Twister because she don't like driving in the city. Anyway, so we're going to move on. Not me, I drive. Oh, it's I'm I used to hear so many things. I just saw it now. There's been a bit of sad news in the media this week as well. Uh, late last week, we had uh, the... The death of Robbie Coltrane. Now this oh. is this is hitting hard for a couple of generations of Harry Potter fans, of course. Now, who's the Harry Potter head here? Come on, anyone I else? Vera. I okay. cried. I've only Maybe just started watching it, but um, Robbie Coltrane's a great actor. So it's very sad. Oh, for, very sad that he passed away. And yes, you know we're losing. Mm-hmm. We had. Angela Lansbury last week, Robbie this week, and then we've got one more. It comes in threes. So we need to know. We need to know what else happens. Who else is coming on? Fox didn't look far from the grave either. He looked fucking terrible last week. All righty. So, a bit more sad news the other night, oh, the other night, Monday night, I think it is here in America. Oh, she could be next. Selma, Selma Blair had to re- had to remove herself from competing on Dancing with the Stars. Saturday oh, because- oh, she's not out. She's out of remission. She's got a flare up, right? Yeah, they said she had like um, little tears and stuff and like some bone trauma. Oh, okay. So it's not. It- it's not the MS or lupus or whatever. No, she's the MS. She's, she said that her yeah. doctors have advised her to no longer compete. So mm-hmm. it's a horrible thing That's for her. Too she's bad. done a great. Yeah. She's done a great thing for the for the invisible illness community. But right. I think she we did all very have well. 
feeling when she entered the competition of how far could she push herself? And this is, you know, this is this is as far as it four goes. Weeks. Four weeks. I think it's four, four weeks, weeks, five weeks, but this is a hectic schedule. I was going to say the training yeah. schedule that she would have been going through would have been for weeks before the competition, you yeah. would imagine, and then to go four weeks into the competition. I mean, look, hats off to her. I couldn't do it. Um, and I'm apparently healthy. So apparently. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. Apparently. Heard a rumour. But I, look, more power to her. I, I saw a couple of her performances on YouTube and I thought she did a brilliant job. She did amazing. She And she wasn't, like, even playing it safe. She did cartwheels and splits. Like, it was beautiful. Like, I, her first dance, I cried. Like, I'm a sensitive bitch. Like, it was beautiful. <laughs> like, I don't know. Good for her. And I think if she could have, like, with, with stud it, she probably could have won. Mm-hmm. But actually, Charlie D'Amelio would probably win because of all of her little followers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you never know. Look, I think that she did an amazing thing. And it's to be, you know, she did to be applauded. She did a great thing as you know, someone with vis and gave visibility to the illness that she has, and hopefully things can improve for Selma. She's done a great thing so far. So we're gonna go. We're gonna talk about an angel that is an angel on earth this week. The one and only Ms. Dolly Parton. I mean, who doesn't like Dolly? Love a little Dolly. Love Dolly. Dolly. has been honoured for her philanthropy. Oh, I will try that again. Philanthropy. Whoa, nope. Dolly does a lot of charity. Dolly, Dolly does. does a lot of a lot. So I think that um, shining a light on some good stuff is always, always does. She does um, a lot of literacy stuff. She does a lot of. She does. Charity. Uh, she does the uh, free books for children every year or every month. I don't even know, but it's uh, uh, definitely it's called uh, Dally's. Oh, God, I'm going to be in trouble because my sister runs literacy, uh, Cuga County. Um, but she she gives books. Her charity gives books to these underserved communities for children in need. Actually, they don't ever ask for any financial any child who asks for a book will get a book it's not based on financial need but it has provided hundreds and millions of books to children who wouldn't normally get them and more books to children who whose parents could get them it's just a wonderful charity and regardless of financial uh, ability or it's, it's she's amazing she actually she's was not- one of the first people to speak out for gay rights and aids charities too you know, mm-hmm. Dolly's. She's, she does a lot for her employees as well. We covered it, I think it was earlier this year or late last year. Mm-hmm. Um, if you work at Dollywood and work for Dolly, your uh, higher education is paid for, books, all that kind of stuff. She makes sure oh, that wow. no matter how long you have worked for her organisation, your ride is paid for, even if it's you're not currently working there yet and you're enrolled in college. All of that is taken care of. I think that her coming from her small town, you know, she was Po. She was Po, Po, Po back in the day. Yeah, she oh, yeah. Has, has a big um, need and wants to give people things that she never had herself, which is amazing. She doesn't have kids, does she? 
No, she's never had children. Um, she's she's uh, also just revitalized that area. It was an area of high poverty in the Appalachian Mountains, and uh, it's completely revitalized the area. The economy has, you know, turned around, and there she's lifted the people in her hometown out of poverty. You know, she's pretty amazing. She's the she tech. She mean, come on. Who would want their own theme park? Yeah. I am a bit, <laughs> but with I'm that theme park, she didn't place it somewhere that already had jobs. She placed it in her yeah. little town that had no jobs and no economy. And she created a tourist economy for the people she grew up with so that they wouldn't be living in the abject poverty that they grew up in. You know, I mean, that's... Uh, and she doesn't, like, you know... The amount of money that she put towards the AIDS vaccine was amazing, you know. She she could be so much richer, but she gives so much away. She was very much at the forefront of the coronavirus stuff as well. Yep. So, like, she pledged a lot of money to work on that. So mm -hmm. I think it's good to see Dolly getting honoured for her, you know, her yeah. wins that we don't see. I mean, she plays an angel a lot on TV, TV movies, so. But she's, she does. she's real life goodness. It's real life goodness. All right. So mm -hmm. this week uh, has been full of adventures. We went to see a movie together this week. Um, whether people enjoyed it or not is another thing. <laughs> we went and saw Halloween Kills together. Now, the premiere of Halloween Kills has been a bit controversial as well. Now, uh, Jamie Jamie Curtis took to the red carpet with her now daughter, Ruby Guest, as the debut of her trans daughter. And that's a great thing for trans visibility. There's been a bit of a revelation today. Was that article from it you sent me? Um, it was from the premiere. Yeah, so from the premiere, Danielle Harris, who played... Um, Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter in Halloween 4 and 5 and Scout Taylor Compton, who played Laurie Strode in um, Rob Zombie's Halloween movies, who had never met Jamie Lee Curtis and hadn't been involved in anything to do with these new movies, were invited to the premiere of this final movie. And they were excited because they thought they would get the chance to meet her. And that has not gone well, apparently, um, to according to their podcast, they have their own podcast. Um, Danielle said that she went up to introduce herself to Jamie Lee and said, oh, I actually play your daughter in Halloween 4 or 5. She said, and uh, the word, the quote was, I never saw those movies. I don't know who you are. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. hurts. Um, Scout Taylor Compton wouldn't reveal her her um her experience but cried when she talked about it they they said they walked away feeling hurt and disappointed from wow yeah uh, jamie lee curtis has been everywhere for the last two weeks i can imagine well she owns a share of this movie right yeah she, she got a big share yeah so it, it's it's important to her that this movie fly. it is important but i don't think there is actually, um, what's the thing, you know, where people, they, they start a petition 
fans have started a petition for them to reshoot the movie because they hate it so, so much. much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's already breaking. It's already hitting really well at the box office. So who knows what will happen there. We will be doing a review um, of Halloween Ends, so stay tuned if you're an uncensored horror fan. That is to come. But, yeah, I, I think Jamie Lee might be at the end of her tether when it comes to Halloween. She might have just had enough. And mm-hmm. those those girls um, popped it sweet from her. <laughs> and not in a good way. I yeah. mean, there's only um, so Somebody much- told me today, and I hadn't heard this until today, and I, I that uh, the original intention for Halloween was not that they'd re- keep retelling the same story, but that they'd create new villains and new stories every Halloween every year and give other uh, horror directors a chance to prove their mettle, hmm. which definitely That's hasn't correct. happened. Yeah, <laughs> Michael, Michael Myers was only ever really intended for one for one entry, and that's they kind of got lightning in a bottle, did mm-hmm. the second sequel, and then they tried to do the third one without him. So if you haven't seen Season of the Witch, don't expect Michael Myers in Halloween 3 for, for <laughs> anyone that hasn't seen it. He's in everything else, but don't expect Michael Myers in Halloween 3. Well, he, he's not really in Halloween ends. <laughs> Spoiler! <laughs> we'll save that spoiler for later. So we're going to go from <laughs> Um, celluloid drama and murder to real life drama and oh. murder. This week, one of the Manson family, Patricia Krenwinkel, was denied parole <laughs> for the 15th time. Now, for those of you that are not familiar with the Manson family murders, Patricia Krenwinkel was the killer of Abigail Folger, who was the heiress to the Folger's coffee. What a waste. Yep. Um, yeah. Dynasty. And she also was part of the murder of um, Rosemary LaBianca. She wrote you know, Death to Pigs in Blood. And Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter. All that good stuff. So she wow. is well and truly part. Yeah, I don't know what's happening there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well and truly part of the murder and mayhem and madness that the Manson family have wrought on our history. But we are looking now at the question of rehabilitation. Do you think that someone like that deserves a chance at rehabilitation? Not at all. Hi, Daniela. Not at all. She doesn't deserve a chance at rehabilitation at all. Why does she deserve a chance to rehabilitate into society when she took away three people's lives? She was very involved in three of those people being brutally murdered. And I just, I cannot stress enough that she deserves to stay exactly where she is. I, yeah, it's, yeah. It's It's not okay what she did. It's not okay what they did in general. Um, But, oh, I took three lives, but I was young. Let me out of jail now. No, fuck off. The, the problem for me is that, that it's never really that they have dealt with their mental illness or the issues that drove them there. It's that they find God oh. and use God as, or religion or whatever you want to call it, 
as some kind of oopsie-daisy that fixes everything, cure all, put a Band-Aid on it. We have two nurses on the panel that see mentally ill patients and have dealt with mentally ill patients in their this thing doesn't just fix itself like that. It's not something that you can uh, go, oh, I hope that's okay. There are people who, if you catch them young enough and you get them on the right cocktail, can function very normally in society. Uh, you know, it is it's it is the exception right now. But some of the long-acting injectable medications are working wonders for uh, people with psychoses and borderline personality disorders and other mental illnesses. I got... I got good things to say about the new meds coming through for psych meds. Um, I do think that if it's caught, I mean, just like with seizure disorders, mental illness, every exacerbation creates more damage. So you get less and less full functionality as you age. But if you catch somebody in their late teens, early 20s and get them on the right cocktail, you can create a, I mean, you can have a fully functioning adult without you know, I mean, their life won't be perfect, but nobody's life is perfect, but their life will be less dramatic and less heinous. And, you know, I, I do think that there is rehabilitation. I don't know that she's found it in God. I, I'm i not a big believer in God. Um, you know, I've said that before on air, uh, but I think rehabilitation is possible. I don't know that God's the answer. I, you would hope that some kind of rehabilitation is possible, but whether it warrants release at this point? I, you know, I do know that from patients that I've had who become incarcerated after treatment, that very rarely does their meds follow them into incarceration, that they end up off their meds and just at a loose end. Well, Dakota, you're you're the youngest person on the panel, right? Me? Much, yeah. Oh, yeah. How much do you know about all of this? And do you think it, like, I guess a lot of people think because they're so far removed from it that it doesn't really matter. But mm. what, are, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I know somewhat about it, but I just think, like, if you create, like, if you commit such bad crimes, you kind of made your bed and you just should stay there. Like if you do horrible things, I don't know if there's any looking back, especially like Vera said, when you're incarcerated, like, I don't think like, I don't know. I just, I don't think people are really taking that time to really work on themselves in the right way. I don't know. I'm weird. I just woke up. <laughs> That's fair. Well, Christina, what about you? What are you, what's your thoughts on this kind of drama? I think that, uh, you know, again, over time, yeah, you, you definitely can be rehabilitated and, and find your way. And if God is the way that you find it, then great. But again, like all the other prisoners, it's God that they look to. But I feel like with her, she was coerced. So she can be coerced again. I feel like your mindset in that way doesn't doesn't change because... She was so young and she was manipulated or not really manipulated because she did it herself. Groomed. Charles, like they ever used the word groomed? Exactly. Charles groomed these girls to go and kill these people. And it's just, you know, what if she wants to be that person? What if she wants to become Charles when she comes out? What what happens then? And uh, or you know, what if she meets another Charles? Yeah, that's what I was right. going to say, too. She like, obviously likes the attention of men. 
So, yeah, so wonder she, if she meets another guy that tries to talk her into doing bad things. Influenced. And, so, and, 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 you know, yeah, I, if God, I, just to clarify, if God is your path and that does find you redemption, I'm not against it. It just, no, of course, I haven't seen of it, you know, yeah. It's yeah. not my chosen path. No, of course. And, and I, I, this is a completely different situation, but my friend from high school was actually just released from prison after 17 years. And he was released because of a certain, um, a certain act that was put into law or whatever. And he didn't, he didn't do it. That's what the thing was. It was a cover up for somebody else and took the rap full on, no looking back, you know, hardcore took, took the rap for it. And now that he's out, I was able to talk to him the other night and he is just like the same person that he was. Like, he's just so happy. And he said, like, going through that made me the person that I am today. And he goes, he said, he goes, I don't want to sound like another person, like one of those cliches. He goes, but I really did find God. And we were all joking, like, oh, what, you have a Bible? I said, you should just, like, carve out the inside, like, Shawshank Redemption. Like, I was just fucking with him. And he's like, no, no, no. And he ran and he got it. And he's like, I have it. He goes, I'm not walking around with it, but I'm living my life to to that purpose, like, to a higher purpose. So that, if, again, if he can find it that way, then great. But, you know, I, other people don't. And I don't think she's going to at all. But I know that in my eyes, I, I asked him, I said, are you okay? Like, have you found the right therapist? What's going on with you? Like, are you in the right mental space? And he goes, it's, it's, I'm getting there, you know, cause mm -hmm. it's 17 years locked up. I don't know how long she's been locked up clearly a lot longer, but she did three, she killed three people. Like, again, it's just a whole different situation. And she was that she should never be let free. That is, a completely different situation than my friend and he is again on the mend i guess but she is just fucking crazy and, and regardless no of what happens no as, as the judge she is a blight on the psyche of not only california but generations of people like she's never going to get out of prison and be a normal person right she's going to exactly. be a completely member of society she may do something positive, but I think the most positive thing that can happen is her staying behind bars and, you know. And she'll really... be a target too. I mean, her safety oh, alone, what would, what would well, her life be? As Christina and I were talking about last week, there is a lot that goes down in prison. She's probably, you know, if she never had the initial mental illness addressed, probably has a whole new set of illnesses in the oh, yeah. form of PTSD, yeah. you know? 100%. And she'd be an ugly cunt even in there. <laughs> <laughs> Prison does hard things to people. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it does. Prison does hard things. I mean, if, if right, rehabilitation but... is our goal, I don't think prison is the answer. Yes, exactly. I have a question for everyone, so we're going to jump into this week's view from. Okay, so there was an article on the page this week all about Santa Claus. He is he's coming. He's unstoppable, like Mariah Carey and Michael Bublé. 
<laughs> he's just on the horizon. Thanksgiving, October is nearing its end. We get Halloween, we get Thanksgiving, we get Christmas. Now, there's been a couple that I posted an article about saying that they will not gaslight their child into the universal lie that Santa Claus is real. We will tell our child the truth about everything, no matter what. Now, we have one, two, three, four parents on the... Vera, you've got nieces and nephews. Dakota, you've got nieces and nephews. (laughs) Does Santa really hurt anyone? No. No. Believing in Santa Claus? Is that some kind of lie? Do you want to start, Luke? You're... You've got a, a younger child that... Well, the thing is children have imaginations and so their imagination should be allowed to flourish. You know what? Like, my child believes a lot of things. She believes in the fairy, fucking tooth fairy, Santa, um, <laughs> whatever else. And, you know, I think as long as a lie is not in malice and it's for the beneficence or just to help someone have an enjoyable childhood then what's the harm it's the same as when we go into adulthood you know you have niceties with people even if you think they're a fucking prick Brooke what about you look um so my kids age ranges are are, are quite different um so my 13 year old is aware um that Santa is me um and my husband um and he only figured it out this year I've got to be honest um, but, you know, he's also well aware that he needs to keep that magic alive for his brothers and sisters. You know, one of his brothers having superpowers. It's just, it's a thing in our household. I think that Santa Claus is great. And I remember finding out that he wasn't real and then going, oh, my God, my parents are amazing that they did this for me for all of this time and let me believe in that magic. So yeah. I believe you know, every kid should be given that opportunity. I don't think there's anyone on the panel ever came to the realisation that Santa's <laughs> not real and felt so betrayed by your parents. Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah, but she hates your mother. So. I shit my mum's food. I was so mad. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> what about, so, Jeff, what, you've, you've got kids. Do you think it's lying that it's um, any kind of horror that is unforgivable? Um, yeah, I don't really care for the whole thing. Um, I, I don't make it a very big deal. Um, and I don't, you know, I, I don't make it very festive. Yeah, like we don't. It's Christmas very, isn't the be all and end all, is what you're trying to say. It's pretty low key. It's pretty low key. And Does Santa bring them a present? Oh my God. Yeah, they get, they get a lot of gifts, but it's not like the big thing that I used to do. Um, I'd rather take that and go, let's go somewhere. Let's go do something. Let's go spend time together. Let's go make memories. Like we don't need material shit. Um, you know, when it got to the point where I was spending like $5,000, $6,000 a year on Christmas, it was like, this is fucking bananas. Like we could be going to an Island somewhere. <laughs> it, it just, it wasn't right. And it, I just know, you know. So I mean, the you know, Aiden's old enough where he's kind of figuring out. Oh, the gifts are out in the garage, and they're, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm like, okay, what do you want, Daddy, to order? You know what I mean? Like, we don't, we don't go see Santa. 
we, you know, I'm like, oh, we, we'll call him at the North Pole. You know, we'll let him know or whatever. But I'm like, okay, what do you want? Show me what you want. You know, we pick it out on Amazon. Amazon together. Amazon. My parents, my mom and my stepfather giving me my bike when I was seven. So I knew then that Santa wasn't real. I'd already heard whispers because I had a lot of old brothers. And I was quite happy, though, to pretend I still believed in him to get some good shit. So... <laughs> Oh, I think I thought it was fun because I got to go shopping with my mother after that and help her. Yeah. So that was like fun for me. It became something different. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I got to be in on the secret and help her with yeah. the little brother thing. What, so that was a cool thing. It's what Jaden does now. Yes. So he was excited to help us pick out the Easter eggs from the Easter yeah. bunny and things. So, so Vera, you'd be Santa's hot man, right? You. As aunt, Auntie Vera, you get, you I, get I love the presents of me. Nothing. I love the magic of Christmas. I really do, and and I I love the idea of Santa. Um, I do see the other side. I mean, it's really hard for the poor families whose whose kids aren't going to get an Xbox, whose kids can't get you know the latest and greatest toys. Who are Mom and dad are lucky if they can get them crayons and a coloring book, you know, and I see how hurtful that must be to them to feel like, you know, Santa doesn't love me. I know my sister um, always said, had Santa bring socks and underwear because she said, I work hard for those gifts. He's going to know the Xbox came from mom and dad, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you put the, the cheap gifts from Santa and the expensive yeah. shit from mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Christina, you you so, got the youngest kids on the panel, and you are well and truly Christmas for a little while. Yeah. Uh, how do you deal with that pressure, especially with, you know, especially with kids growing up, they compare themselves to their friends and what their friends yeah. do for Christmas and da 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 da. da. I, I mean, and I have like a, a ten, a nine, and an eight year old niece. Like these kids are fucking crazy. So I, it's. You know, some of them know, yeah, like my oldest one, I, I think she knows, like Daisy, she probably knows that there's no Santa already, but again, she's keeping the magic alive for the other girls, and my daughter knows that, like, Santa gets her, like you said, the cheap shit, and Santa wraps the gifts, like, mommy doesn't, like, so, you know, so, mm -hmm. some things are wrapped for her, and the shit that mom gets for her, I don't wrap, so it's just... You know, sometimes I switch it up. So, and my mom even did the same thing for us. There was a lot of stuff from just mom and dad and only a couple of things from Santa. Like, it wasn't it wasn't a big thing that we were growing up. And now it's, like, over-saturated with the elf on a shelf. And he reports to Santa every night, you got to live up to this expectation. My kid will not have an elf on the shelf. I don't want one. Oh. Like. My niece no. has fucking two. Like, what is the fucking <laughs> point to that? Like, no. Like... And I mean, my, my husband actually threatened my daughter tonight for dinner. Like, he's like, eat your dinner. Santa's watching. And I'm like, <laughs> we can use that. I mean, shit, she's young enough, but you know, you can't use that. You can't start in September. <laughs> exactly, right? No, it started early, meatballs? but what? Did you have meatballs for dinner? Oh my God, Jeffrey, they were delicious. Because well, I helped. Oh, they were so good. Now, Dakota, you're, you're fun art. You do fun art things. Are you a big Christmas person? No, I'm actually like <laughs> a grand. Um, I'm a Halloween bitch. I don't like Christmas very much. Um, I don't know why. I think my problem with Christmas is so many people make it about gifts. And I'm like, isn't it supposed to be like about like family and stuff like that? But, you know, 
my parents tried to keep the whole Santa's real thing alive. I actually just found out when you guys said it, so thanks for that. Um, <laughs> you mess. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I actually found out when I was really young that Santa wasn't alive, and that's because that's on anxiety because I realized, oh, Santa and mommy have the same handwriting. Like my mom didn't try and like switch it up, so I like realized it. But like I don't see any harm in it. I mean, like my parents did the same thing; they did the cheaper gifts from Santa and the more expensive gifts from them. So there's no harm in it. If it's your tradition, it is. And if it's not, it's not. I mean, as long as you're not harming your kid, do what you want, you know? Right. Not Namaste. There are bigger problems than Santa in the world. Yeah. I think we've there are. Down absolutely. To, we come to the conclusion. Mm -hmm. Things get very heated around Christmas and around Christmas time, but someone else gets very heated all year round. And we love her. It's Vera, so get ready for this week's Vera Okay, V, you ready? Here we go. Three. Oh, hold on, I got it. Two. One. <laughs> All right, kids. Um, going to be a little uh, school teachery here today. I know that um, every new polls are coming out every day on this election. We're getting closer to the end, thank God, because believe it or not, as political as I can be, I fucking hate election season. I hate the ads. I hate the signs. I just want to scream, you're fucking lying, you're fucking lying, you're fucking lying. <laughs> but a new poll came out today that said the biggest issue is the economy. And I'd like to talk about that because I think that part of the dumbing down of America is that nobody knows exactly what the economy means. Uh, a lot of people think it means the stock market. A lot of people think it means unemployment. A lot of th things are represented as part of the economy um, that aren't really part of the economy. The stock market does not drive the economy. Unemployment does not drive the economy. They can be emotional indicators, but basically the economy is the means of production and distribution of goods and services. And in our present day world, we have a global economy. So let's talk about this recession that everybody's blaming Biden on. This is a global recession. This is a global recession. The United States, as much as we like to think we're the biggest, best and brightest in the whole entire planet, we really are not. And we are not driving this fucking bus. The reason we are in or about to enter a global recession has very little to do with Joe Biden. First and foremost, there was COVID. And the reality is that COVID, through months and months of isolation, months and months of low production, months and months of low consumption, has depressed the economy. Not to mention the fact that millions and millions of workers died creating a dearth of labor uh, and millions, millions more globally, again, retired because they did not want to put themselves in harm's way. Other things that affect a global economy, natural disasters. We are at in the height or in the throes of global climate calamity. We have super storms raging all over the planet. 
not just hitting Florida. I know we like to think we're the only ones who get hit with disasters. Wildfires ravaging Australia, France, parts of Spain, all of California, flooding uh, several years ago in France. I mean, these are climate change disasters and these disrupt the economy of the world. The production, manufacturing and distribution of goods and services. And this is the supply chain uh, problem that we're having. I know y'all want to blame Joe Biden, but this isn't the thing you blame him on. If you want to vote against his social policies, which are not socialism, that's fine. But you cannot blame this economy on Joe Biden any more than you could blame it on Donald Trump. I know I have a lot of things to say about Donald Trump, but this is a global economic downturn. Stock market isn't isn't what did it. Unemployment isn't what did it. Trump didn't do it. Biden didn't do it. It's all over the world. That's the lesson today. Very well said. As very well know. said. Very, very well <laughs> said. I missed those. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have vented. We have done all the things. So that all that is left for us to say is fare thee well. We shall see you next week. Thank you for joining us, Miss Christina, Vera, Dakota, Jeff. What's your name? Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you all next week uh, for Uncensored Horror and then back uh, in some way, somehow. But some form. we're going to be on the different coast. But we'll figure that out because that's our problem, not yours. Stay cool. Thanks for watching Uncensored Radio. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye. slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details